Thanks for checking out the weekly Harmony Church podcast. For more information and resources about Harmony Church or any of the Harmony events, check out the Harmony Church website or Harmony Church Facebook page today. Kia ora e How are we all this morning? Good? Good. So I did get to celebrate my 57th birthday and I'm not ashamed to say I'm 57. I'm owning it because, uh, you know, I've had to persevere through a number of things to get to 57. <laughs> so it's worth celebrating, isn't it? Um, and I, last night as I was thinking about my birthday, I, I actually sort of sat down and I wrote a, a wee bit of a reflection about the last year and just uh, just what it's been like for me. And um, I was thinking about this morning because I think that when we come on a Sunday morning and we come here and we come here week after week and it's like, oh, this happens and that happens and the other thing happens and then we move on and then we 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 kind of lose sight of what's actually happened. And so I, I sat down and I did my birthday reflection, which I, you know, faithfully put on Facebook as you do. And uh, then I... I uh, was thinking about this service this morning. Obviously, I've already prepared that. But a couple of years ago, we started doing a kind of a reflection on the year because we we're realising that we we're just like running through the years and then right, right into the next one and then not even sort of acknowledging or, or celebrating what we'd already accomplished, what we'd already achieved. So this morning is less of a preach and more of a report or a recap, <laughs> really, of the year. Uh, so stay with me. Um, I was drawn to the passage in Joshua where he, he's talking about how the children of Israel had been brought out of slavery, out of Egypt, and they had to cross the Jordan River. And as they crossed the Jordan River, uh, the, the riverbed dried up so they could cross into the promised land. It was the last hindrance. It was the last thing that they had to do to get in there. And Joshua said, uh, yes, oh, I do have a verse. <laughs> um, he said, okay, there's 12 stones they took out of Jordan. So he had instructed 12 people from each of the tribes to take 12 stones out of Jordan. And Joshua set up in Gilgal. Then he spoke to the children of Israel saying, when your children ask their fathers in time to come saying, what are these stones? Then you shall let your children know saying, Israel crossed over this Jordan on dry land. For the Lord your God dried up the waters of the Jordan before you until you had crossed over, as the Lord your God did to the Red Sea, which he dried up before us, until we had crossed over, that all the peoples of the earth may know the hand of the Lord, that it is mighty, and that you may fear the Lord forever. So these stones were set up as a memorial to say, God is faithful. God is good. He's called us out of bondage and called us into freedom. The Jordan is a symbol of freedom. And as they've come and they've walked across a dry ground, the Jordan River was dry. And so these stones have been set up. And so I think it's very important. It's a very important precedent for us then to sort of set up stones along the way. Every time we see uh, God's miraculous power, His incredible provision and His faithfulness in our lives. And it's important for us then to be able to say to our children and look back and say, hey, this is what happened. 
and may our ceiling be your floor. One of the beautiful things that Gideon was just talking about the generations, and you know, it's wonderful to have Yvonne here and uh, representing our parents' generation, and then our children here. And Saskia actually gave me a beautiful uh, necklace, well, necklace. Armband, bracelet, <laughs> bracelet yesterday, and it's got a charm on it, and it's and it's actually a tree of life, and I really feel that that's actually a prophetic symbol. That the first one, first charm that she gave me, she probably didn't, I don't know if she thought about this, but the first charm that she gave me was a tree of life, that we grow, rooted and grounded and and established in the tree of life. We also. Um, this year, you know, we, we celebrate a lot of wins. But there's also, um, for many of us here, there's been a lot of losses, you know, and, and a lot of us are sitting here, there's a number of us sitting here with the pain and grief of loss. And I just want to speak to you and just say, God is your comfort. God is your strength in the night. And uh, He will sustain you. Um, yeah, for me it's sad because we, we lost our beautiful dog and that was, yeah, that was, that was sad for us. So we look at the beginning of this year and the beginning of this year we really felt that God was speaking to us about being established. And if we can read from Ephesians. For this reason, I kneel before the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you and power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of the fullness of God. That you being rooted and grounded in love, rooted and grounded in the tree of life, established in the tree of life. In Colossians, it says, your spiritual roots go deeply into his life as you are continually infused with strength, encouraged in every way, for you are established in the faith you have absorbed and enriched by your devotion to him. Good job. God has done many things this year to establish us and to establish harmony. And we're just going to have a highlights video right now. Oh, Alan, thank you so much for telling, for preaching this morning. <laughs> Good job. There's a lot, a lot of, lot of hours involved in that. So it's fantastic. So just to run through some of those things, uh, we've had this year the 10th anniversary, which was a big celebration we started at the beginning of the year. We've had tables of eight. We've celebrated scripture and song. We've had 50 at Easter camp, including Jonathan on sound and Marcus on worship leading, which was awesome. 
Uh, we've had conferences, Grace and Glory, Stronger, Sonship, where God's powerfully spoken to all of us. And we've had men's and women's events, Marketplace Business Dinner and hosted a pastor's lunch with Dave Balestri. And then, of course, we had the shooting. And we shouldn't forget that. Internship, 14 first years and two second years. <clears throat> We've had monthly business breakfasts have been established. We've had three alphas with a total of 30 attending this year. Uh, the social media output's been incredible. Uh, yeah, it has. <laughs> uh, we've run silence breakers, training people in evangelism. We've established a pastoral care team um, under the leadership of Stu and Rhonda, and that's been a great, great progress report. Thank you, Jesus. And we've had Rick Marden come onto the team as operations executive pastor. We're so grateful for you, Rick. Thank you. Um, and we've implemented section leaders in, the, in church. We've started life group leader training and doubled the number of life groups this year. Run the Kylo series, and uh, that's been right across the church. Developed kids program, expanded groups, and new room for intermediates. Uh, we've established a good kids sign-in system. Established monthly prayer and worship. Had 40 people part of the prophetic mentoring and School of the Prophets. Uh, we've established Manaki Tanga, mum to mum. Uh, we've had several newcomers lunches with over 94 attending. Uh, we've, uh, in the worship area, uh, we have taken on Marcus Burton as the worship associate. Yeah. Oh. And hasn't he been in, it's, oh, the worship this year has just been so fantastic. And as part of that, uh, after 10 years <laughs> for me, I have, this week I've handed the baton of worship pastor over to Jonathan. And uh, so that's a, that's a, it's a big thing. Uh, he's, he's kind of been running it, been running it most of the year, but it's, that's, that's an official handover now. I've been feeling for a while that I need to sort of, uh, you know, step into a different role. And uh, so it was a bit sad, but also with much joy to be able to hand over to Jonathan in that one. So God has been speaking. Oh, I'm not finished. We've partnered with Mission, both locally and overseas. Uh, seen incredible things there. Incredible things. We had the church camp, which was awesome. Who's coming next year? Yeah, it was so much fun. Uh, and this year we baptised eight and had 161 salvations. Exciting times. Are you encouraged? You know, when you, when you put it all in a big long line like that, it's just like, whoa, that's, that's pretty, pretty awesome. And I just want a big shout out to all of you for partnering with what God's doing here and with what God is wanting to do. And it's, it's very exciting. God has been speaking to us about making room and making room for the more. And as we head towards uh, a third service in February, uh, you know, it's, it's requiring a whole lot more from all of us. And it's been so encouraging for us that over 100 people now um, who had not yet uh, committed to, to serving here have now put their names down to be contacted about serving. That's a huge increase. So thank you, everybody, who's 
who's put down their name to, to serve in one, one capacity or another. The call for every single one of us is actually to go. And at camp we talked about what is the purpose of church? Why do we, why do we even come here? And I loved Pastor Chris Hodges, what he says, that their win is for their church. And that's lost people saved, saved people pastored, pastored people trained, trained people mobilised. Let me say it again. Lost people saved, saved people pastored, pastored people trained, trained people mobilised. That's church. In Matthew it says, Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptising them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So he doesn't just say, hey, go off and do that. But he says, and I am with you. And I am with you. We are partnering with God in this. And that's amazing. I just want to read a couple of uh, testimonies from people who have been impacted by Harmony this year. And uh, I found it quite incredible, really. As a brand new Christian, Harmony made the next step of my journey to find a church to call home effortless. All and any expectations I had about how church would or could be were exceeded. I chose to make Harmony my family because I had found a dynamic and exciting place to be part of. My spirit was moved by the anointed praise and worship. Whatever life throws at me, there is always something helpful and worthwhile to take away with me from the impassioned expression and presentation of God, word and truth. Harmony's leadership provides multiple opportunities to grow and learn and to impart knowledge to us. I see so many different ways and outlets to put... uh, to put God's love into action or to be guided to what God's purpose for each of us is. Harmony allows us to walk at our own pace and find our feet without pressure or judgment, but only with encouragement and unity. Harmony has changed my life by nurturing, but also empowering myself as I continue to grow as a wife, mother, and into the purpose and plans God has for me. Isn't it amazing? Next testimony. I was quite discouraged in my faith when I came to Harmony. For me, Harmony has been a place where I have felt really loved and accepted while I have reconnected with God and allowed Him to bring healing in my life. I feel like I'm part of a community with a purpose and I love that I can use my gifts here to contribute to what God is doing through Harmony. Harmony has reignited my fire for God and to reach people with His love. (laughs) When I first came to Harmony, I did not understand grace. I'd been a Christian for 25 years. I needed healing emotionally and physically. First came healing in my my right eye. It was a healing from a stroke in the right eye, but there was still daily pain. In the second conference I attended, I was totally healed from the daily pain, and I've never had it again. Then after a year, God healed my spirit and soul. I've seen lots of healing in my family and friends since that day. So good. (laughs) Since my marriage fell to bits in November last year, I felt that my life just broke, that I didn't have anything to hold on to. 
My son invited me to Harmony, which was fantastic. And this is what I found. God's Word speaking into my life all the time. The more I let go, the more God has moved. My relationship with my sons has gotten better, which is really good. God's shown me in a real sense of family. There has been so many people that have been inviting, encouraging, and motivating me in my relationship with God, which is so good. I can't wait uh, for my house to sell. Maybe I want to do the internship, but in the meantime, just walking and talking to God is a pretty good spot to be. Are you encouraged by these? Oh, I I loved getting these. And then... uh, Coming to and connecting into Harmony has been one of the best decisions I've ever made. Five short months ago, I knew only a small handful of people when I moved here from out of town. Yet when I came, I was warmly welcomed and felt a part of this beautiful family within only a few weeks. I love the generational connection here at Harmony. As someone who is super family-oriented and very close to my parents, it's been amazing to build relationships with not only young adults, but the folk who are my parents' age. Having parental figures around who would love you as their own is a huge blessing. What I've appreciated the most is the freedom and the encouragement. I've been given to grow and flourish as part of the worship team. Johnny Marcus and the team have believed in me from day dot and pushed me to be my best. I've never been so challenged as a musician, but I also have never grown so much in a short amount of time. These are amazing testimonies. So, so good. And they're just a few. Uh, And actually, if you have a testimony that you would love to pass on to us, we would love to hear it. In 1 Peter, it says, You yourselves, like living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Have we got room for the more? Are we willing to band together? to stand together for the sake of the gospel? Are we willing to sacrifice our preferences and knit in with the community to achieve together the purposes he has for us? What can we do? What can we do? How can we participate? Well, there's a big shout out to all those who have put their name down to, to serve in the next year, but there's so much more. What we say when people come to the newcomers' lunch now is like, when, and we get the question, oh, what does harmony look like? And we say, harmony looks like you. What are the dreams in your heart? It was so great to have you, Rebecca, up here sharing this morning, wherever you are. Yeah, um, it's her dream to champion the unborn. Now, we haven't gone to Rebecca and said, Rebecca, can you please champion the unborn? It's been something in her heart. And she's come to us and she said, I want to champion this. Is there room? And we're saying, absolutely there's room. What are the dreams on your heart? What are you going to come to us with? And it's not just about harmony. It's about kingdom. Because God wants to establish his kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven. And that requires all of us. There's no pew sitting here. No pew sitting. God wants to activate every single one of us. And in the new year, we're going to be looking at a whole uh, 
theme of uh, developing our gifts, finding out what our gifts are through the network. Gus is going to be establishing that. Uh, it's going to be a very exciting thing. So, Because some of us don't know what our gifts are, but that's okay. All we have to do is start. All we have to do is start somewhere. And it'll become very obvious. And I said this, I think, last Sunday, that one of the things that makes your gifting very obvious is it's this thing that you love to do most. You will get out of bed early. You will forsake sleep. You will uh, put in that extra effort because when you're operating in your area of giftedness, you feel fully alive. And that doesn't mean that we're not going to serve. You know, I got the privilege when I was in YWAM of serving in a, in a capacity as a, as a worship pastor for five years. But I also got to travel and do really, really cool stuff. It was really great. And for 18 months, I cleaned the toilets for five days a week for 300 people. <laughs> Take a bow. <laughs> Actually, it turned out great because the, the bathrooms in Holland are all tiled. So I, I got to, I got one, I got time on my own because <laughs> nobody wanted to come with me. Nobody was going to stand and talk to me while I was in the toilet. <laughs> it was my head down the toilet. But two, uh, the acoustics in the toilets were fantastic. So I got to sing. <laughs> so just like it was a win win. I didn't mind at all. Um, <laughs> But I got to operate in my area of giftedness and serve. And that's what we do. We operate in our areas of giftedness and we serve. And that's how we build on what God is wanting to do. We're stronger together. We're better together. When we walk in harmony with our brothers and sisters, we have a stronger impact on the kingdom for God. And as we come to the close of this year, Let's let go of what's not helpful. And let's not take those unhelpful things into the new year. Let's let them go. Let's move into 2020 with a fresh start, with a clean slate. Take the stones out of your shoe. <laughs> Whatever's bothering you in that shoe, take it out. Get rid of it. So you can walk comfortably and walk with endurance, the race that God has for you. Let's look forward with anticipation and hope. Let's enjoy the summer and get prepared for a huge 2020. John Maxwell says it like this. <laughs> Wash what is dirty, water what is dry, heal what is wounded, warm what is cold, guide what goes off the road and love people who are the least lovable because they need it most. <laughs> <laughs>